Hello, Playdate. This is Don. This is Nick. And I'm Ryan. This week we are covering Playdate news. Uh, recent indie releases. And getting these guys out of the doldrums. You should have heard them before we pressed record. Oh my gosh. Let's get it together, guys. You ready? I'm ready. You ready, sure. Nick? Okay. Of course. Well, thank you for listening. Let's get started then. With Fantastic. our... Our, with our Play Jam 4 winner has been announced today. It is Aromedia with Snooze hey. or Lose. Hey, congratulations. That sounds like a yubity boop boop news and note if I ever heard one. Indeed. The uh, possibly axolotl Play Jam 4 was held this past weekend, and there were 21 entries, Good 317 mercy. voters. And the theme was uh, Your Time is Up. So they were all time-based. Mm-hmm. And I played a bunch of these. I think Nick played a bunch of these. So mm-hmm. we'll we'll mention a couple favorites. But uh, yeah, Snooze or Lose was actually one of my favorites. So I'm glad to see that it won. I will put a link in the show notes. But I, I recommend everybody gives it a shot. The idea is uh, your alarm clock's going off and you control your arms. And you're trying to hit the alarm clock. You're trying to slap your cat away and close <laughs> what is it like your blinds open up and stuff you're trying yeah. to close the blinds yeah all these different things to stay in bed longer so it's a, it's a score chaser but it's it's a lot of fun so highly recommend checking it out totally accurate life simulator and, and i know we were trying to do like a real subtle ryan didn't play any of these things but i did i played time oh. flies like an arrow and uh that is by good friend of the show ian harrower ian congrats on making what i believe to be your first playdate game? So cool. Uh, I've got it on my playdate right now. I played several rounds of this. Trapped many a spider. Uh, and uh, I gotta say, while the gameplay is you know, uh, relatively simple, um, you're basically a couple of flies. Well, one fly and then working with your past self because it's time traveling. Uh, catching these erroneous spiders. Uh there was a lot of really impressive uh what would you call it that like the the headshots of the people talking uh the interstitial graphics there i was really Mm -hmm. impressed with uh the flies and the clock around their neck and like the big scary robotic spider ian if you're the one arting all this nice job man i'm impressed definitely and uh played very smoothly and uh, I I liked a lot of the dialogue. I, I was I was actually chuckling aloud a couple times, mm-hmm. um, which which is uh, no mean feat. So <laughs> great job! And that was actually only one of two of the games that uh, Ian Hareware Games released this past week. That's right. Uh, he, this... he also released oh, a, yeah. a game called Bird Watcher for the P3. It's a pinball game. Um, so that one was not a play jam game, (laughs) not, not play date related, but not play date related. related. Yeah. So super impressive to release two games in one week on two different platforms. Uh, (laughs) just, uh, and both are, uh, crazy fun. So great, great work. He's the Wesley Willis of the gaming world. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I, I, he, he was being very humble with this. Like, Oh, I just threw it together. It's garbage. Da, da, da. But uh, I was so I was expecting it to not be much, but it's a pretty complex uh, little game with multiple versions of yourself. So definitely check mm-hmm. out Time Flies Like an Arrow. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping that uh, he decides to make it into a full commercial release. 
that would be cool. A lot of these are like ripe for commercial release type mm-hmm. uh, stuff. More so than previous game jams, I think the bar is getting raised every single time. Um, there was one called Lift Up that it had something wrong with the package or something. So Steve at Scenic Route Software fixed it and oh, sent wow. everybody a copy or posted a copy, I guess, in the uh, in the Discord. But the idea is you use the crank to move a moving platform up and down so it's a platformer and you're cranking up and down which is a a simple kind of obvious premise i guess but it's fun the way that it works in the game the graphics are really cool it reminded me of shovel knight just the way the Mm -hmm. graphics work and how smooth the animation is but it's only two levels and so it's over in like a minute and it just really left me wanting more as short as it was so marketing nice (laughs) (laughs) i'm hoping joe mag does more with that lift up uh whatever idea i hope it goes did, further did either of you play i i did not get a chance to play lift up but uh that sounds amazing um did either of you play the art of clock tower maintenance that's one of the like three i downloaded and didn't get to what's what's right. that one about so, so first uh this game hit me right off the bat with the title great work there remco <laughs> yeah. um but secondly the game is kind of like uh the incredible machine uh, I don't know if you mm. played any of those games where mm-hmm. you're, except it's not a Rube Goldberg contraption. You're you're using uh, gear ratios to drive these hammers that strike a bell inside a clock. Um, it's it's a really clever idea, um, which I totally wish there had been more time to to kind of build it out a little further. Um, it's it's relatively complex. Um, it took me quite a bit of fiddling to to figure out exactly <laughs> how to uh, place different types of gears and and uh, see see the reaction and all that. But it is really cool, and I hope that uh, this becomes uh, a bigger product at some point. Hmm. That sounds pretty neat. It looks like those toys we used to have as kids, where you can put the gears down on the pegboard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Huh, yeah. Very cool. That, that's probably a better comparison. Um. Did you play uh, Scythe Shepherd? You picked the three that I didn't play. That was another <laughs> one. <laughs> All right. So this one, you're the Grim Reaper, and you have a scythe, of course, uh, and you're walking back and forth, and you're scything up uh, people. And <laughs> after you after you slice them with the crank, uh, which is really fluid and uh, surprisingly uh, easy and interesting. Um, their souls or, or ghosts or whatever fly up towards the top of the playdate screen, and you have to blast them into bits with music. So you can press the A mm. button to release a, a gnarly riff and blow them up. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, it is actually surprisingly surprisingly fun it, it needs a little bit of tightening up especially in the early part uh because it, it it it's one of those starts off really slow and then builds uh to to a, an insane pace <laughs> once you get oh, up cool. to that insane pace though it is so fun um it, it's really worth a, a play i think and hopefully that one also um becomes a bit more exciting uh were you able to uh to try any others, uh, Ryan? 
Uh, that was the one I had time for this month. Gotcha. Uh, so I'm I'm not of much use here, but it sounds like uh, everyone's dev hero scenic route software was man, not even a part of it, but helping people out. That's so cool. I swear, I feel like every episode we've got a scenic route software story, but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, sounds like an incredible yam. And uh, have they announced the next one? If this is number four, I'm guessing they're planning number five already, right? Right, and let, let them rest up. for yeah. a week or, you know? Um, I don't know. I I did have another couple mentions here. The the first being Q Simulator. Did you try that one, uh, Don? Yeah, I tried Q Simulator. Very cool idea. I love the art and the humor and whatnot. Very boring to play. <laughs> It perfectly replicates. Uh, it does the experience of sitting in a queue for a long time. Um, Too perfectly. It's pretty great, and I think is this the same dev that did Super Corporate Tax Evader? Oh, maybe. Yeah, the art is very similar. <laughs> it's it's incredible. I, I enjoyed it. Let's um, see. Uh, yes, I, it is. Yeah, and they did uh, your boss's calling and aliens hate my boyfriend. <laughs> Perfect. This is a perfect cool. compliment. So wait in a queue for a long while and then uh, go shred some tax documents. Um, <laughs> stuck like a stone. Uh, yeah. that That's a, a pretty fun puzzler platformer kind of thing um, where you can jump and then uh, kind of lock yourself in the position at any, any point. Um, pretty fun. Yeah. Uh, and then you use yourself as a stepping stone to get your next clone of yourself a little further. Yeah. It was funny because I, I downloaded Save Me Mr. Taco, Taco okay, yesterday. Yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. like you're an, an octopus. And when you squirt ink at enemies, it freezes them in place. And so yeah. it was very similar gameplay. I thought this reminded me of something. It sort of reminds me of uh, Box Boy as well. That's what I was but... thinking too. Yeah, Box Boy, <laughs> but you're not connected to it. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well. Great minds. They're, those are good games to compare this to, though. <laughs> yeah. Um, time climber. Yep. Got it. Got to play the doodle jump. Uh, doodle jump with a timer. With the, time in the background. Yeah. Very yeah. cool. Uh, very fun. And uh, one last sunset. Uh, enjoyed that one too. I couldn't um, get that to like it worked, but it didn't work. Like the sun would turn, but then I never saw the uh, the ocean. It just went to a black screen, and every time I tried it, hmm. I you, thought my playdate was bricked at one point. But then, I, when I pushed the button, the menu would come up, and I was like, "Oh, thank God!" Uh, you need to need to wait patience. You got to wait in that queue. I, I guess. How long do I have to wait? Like a lifetime for the sunset to yeah, set? Exactly. Or? Exactly. Okay, that's what I'm doing wrong. <laughs> and uh, TikTok Shock uh, was another one that I played. Um, that one I found very challenging at first. Mm-hmm. Um, did you get the hang of it? I did. It it took me a minute to understand exactly what I was intended to do, but, uh, essentially you can change where you teleport to and you have Mm -hmm. a a little flux capacitor, (laughs) um, which denotes charge. So, um, if I remember correctly, that's the number of times you can jump without cranking, um, or cranking a certain amount. So if you, if you continue cranking, then it'll recharge the capacitor. Um, so you can build that back up, but it gets really hairy and complicated pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, because, uh, essentially you're teleporting away from a clock hand 
that's trying to strike you and um it's 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 challenging anyway yeah. uh those are uh the main ones that i played i'm sorry if i didn't uh mention anyone else's game that's not for lack of trying um but uh i uh those are those are the big ones that uh came to mind as uh, the only one i wanted to mention uh nick be sure to check out the king of alzoria by Grimhome. oh yeah mm-hmm. that's a cute one so give that a shot very good but we should keep moving because we got a lot yes. of show. Ryan, What's next? Right. Asleep. Wake up, Ryan. Hey, how are you guys doing? Uh, <laughs> you ready to record? Yeah, let's go. Um, yeah. So I have some news and note items, uh, one of which are Zanya zines. Zanya Lasagna is at it again. Uh, she's got a couple things out. One is the 2024 Playdate Community Calendar. It is available for just $12.99. And... Um, you might see a little something from uh, yours truly. I submitted a piece of artwork. It got in. Uh, it's very exciting. So I'm very happy to be on the calendar pages with 11 other wonderful artists. So that is available. There will be a link in the show notes. The other zine is called Uncranked. This is, ooh, I've, I've got some info for you guys on this one. I was really grilling Zanya today and asking her a bunch of questions I had, which were things like, how many pages is this? It's going to be 48 pages. Uh, She says that it is also magazine sized, which is eight and a half by 11. That's a big zine. That's like, Mm -hmm. that's a magazine. That's not just a zine. It's a magazine. So I am impressed with that. And it's full color throughout for all 48 pages. My land sakes alive. Um, and then if you want this thing digitally, you can get it for $3.99, but if you want a physical version, it is $16.99, which includes free shipping to North America. And if you are in Europe, Japan, and Australia, uh, she will tack on a small fee, uh, if you would like it shipped to you. Now I asked her, Hey, is that, uh, are those the, are those the only places outside of North America that you will send it to? And she said, maybe. Um, so basically if you're somewhere else and it's not too exorbitant of a fee, uh, I think she'll send it to you too, but I think she's including some of the most expensive places to send it to, which are like Australia and the UK. So I'll bet you could convince her to send you a copy too, if you want. Um, this is slated to be a quarterly magazine. So jump wow. in on issue numero uno here. Uh, there's currently a pre-order up. But essentially, it's a pre-order because Zanya is in the midst of receiving the stock of magazines, and they should be in her hands this week. So um, it's not going to be a pre-order for long. It's going to be an order here real fast. And I don't know if you guys saw this, but uh, I saw some sort of mention that it was like limited to 30 or something. Um so basically what's happening is Zanya is printing in batches. So batch one is almost sold out. So if there's enough interest, then she'll print another batch. But if there's not enough interest, she won't. So if I were you, I would not wait. I would jump on this thing and get yourself a physical uncranked number one. And then you can say you were there from the start. Now, I mentioned the... Um, Calendar, I mentioned Uncranked. Well, both of those are available in a holiday bundle. 
for 20% off. So instead of paying the full 30 bucks, you're going to get it for 24 bucks or 23.99 or something to that effect. Um, we've got links to that. We've got links to the individual ones, the holiday bundled ones, whatever you want. We are here for your Zanya Lasagna pre-ordering store <laughs> needs. So wanted to mention that's, all that. That's awesome. She said that she'd have them before uh, to you before the holidays uh, if you order now. So, hey, uh, some stocking stuffers. There's, there's a U.S. holiday that's on Thursday of this week. <laughs> Get to work, Zanya. The, those other holidays. Those other holidays. <laughs> oh, I see. Come after I see. that one. Well, um, I, should, I should mention I received a calendar cool. last week. I ordered one, got it. And I will say there are more. There are special surprises in there. Hello. The substantial surprises. Wow. So I don't think they were just for me either. They are definitely catalog or calendar focused. So everybody gets the calendar. I assume we'll be getting at least uh, one of those surprises. So very cool. That's incredible. Sonia, you're uh, continue to amaze. (laughs) Yes. Very nice quality too. And congratulations, Ryan, on being included in the, in the calendar. Oh, why? Thank you. Did you pick your month, Ryan? I was going to ask. I did. Yeah. You picked your birthday month. That's right. Yes. I okay, mean, good. no, it's it my, totally you picked random. my birthday month. Yeah, that's true. Okay. <laughs> we have the same birthday month. <laughs> yes. Yep. That happened. Uh, that was part of the discussion. If anybody had any big <laughs> okay. feels about months they wanted. And I said, if nobody else has big feels, I would take that one. So yeah. you didn't pick your son's birthday month. Nah, just a, just a thing. Okay. Go ahead. And then, yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for bringing that up. How about we go on to the next <laughs> okay. note, which is uh, shortly after our last episode, the Playdate update video from Panic aired. That aired on the 8th of November. And we've got a link to that in the show notes for today's episode if you want to check it out. But essentially, it was hosted by our good friend, Krista Mergen. I say good friend because she was on an episode and we pretty much haven't talked since. Uh, But she's really fantastic, puts out all the videos for Panic. And uh, it was co-hosted by Arissa, who is head of developer relations. And in her words, is working with developers to get their games on catalog. There were five games highlighted, eight additional brief clips of existing catalog games. And they went something like this. Mario and JP of Pole Frog talked about their game, which is coming out Q1 of 2024. Chuck Jordan, who you might know of the development, uh, the, the developer for Sasquatchers, is coming out with another game called Sound Mind. Uh, that's a two-player turn-based game, and it's coming out sometime in 2024. Mystery date there. It sounds like it's a little ways off. Uh, Gregory Kodo, Gregory Kogos of Omaze. Oh, man, I love that game. Uh, is coming out with another one. It's a rhythm shooter. You saw it on the, uh, what do they call that? The 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 Direct, the Playdate Community Direct. Uh, this one's called Oom, and it's a rhythm shooter where you're a little spaceship and you're boot, boot, booting out little, little shots that move you around and uh, get you through little obstacles. That's coming out Q1 of 2024. Uh, Rakashi is, uh, heads a small Toronto-based gaming studio called Hedgehog Dreams. Uh, I suppose he's a Sonic fan. Uh, he's putting out Far Away, Fairway. And that is that dynamically changing golf mental health game that we saw from the Direct as well. 
Uh, Danny Diaz, plus a couple of his pals, uh, but Danny was the one who was doing the talking, uh, are producing Under the Castle. This is a turn-based game where enemies move when you move. And according to him, it is inspired by Cave Noir. This was a Japanese release-only Game Boy game, but is uh, highly lauded these days. And um, that should be out in a couple weeks, December 5th. So mark your calendars. Next catalog release, you should be able to nab under the castle, which looks really impressive. Um, I thought it was really neat to see a few devs being highlighted and talking about their games. They had a nice selection of folks from different areas of the world, I thought. But if I were to give any critique, I'd probably say it would be nice to see a little more gender diversity. It was all a bunch of dudes, and it would be nice to have more people see themselves in these videos. So if I had any critique, that would be it. Aside from that, very well produced, very cool games being featured. And just a quick rundown of the nine 10 second clips that we got from existing catalog games. They mentioned Realistic Fishing, Doink, Core Fault, Luna Landa, Rachel's Playdate Game Pack, Grand Tour Legends, P Racing, A Balanced Brew, and Gravity Express. And then the final big reveal was the aqua colored playdate case. So in case you were having some problems with purple for your playdate case, now you've got another option in aqua. They also teased a new cover color, but it's top secret and you must sign up for the playdate mailing list in order to receive this update. I think it's only going to be available to the playdate mailing list. Is that what they said? Don't quote me on that part. But they did say you got to sign up in order to find out about it. So that's that. What do you guys think? Did you have a chance to watch this video? Are you still awake? I did. I, it was very exciting. Yes. Well, uh, lots of good stuff there. I was hoping there would be like some shadow drops, which I guess there kind of was with the uh, the aqua colored cover. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to all of this stuff and more. Definitely. Cool. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Nick's, Nick's happy too. Good. Um, all right, moving on from the Panic Playdate update video, I saw this incredible-looking Steamboat game called Steamboat Polly. Have you guys mm -hmm. seen this? Yeah, it looks super cute. Oh, my uh, God. I don't know what the gameplay is going to be, but it looks really cool. I don't either. But Oh, wait, opinion... it's a mobile game right now? Oh. Uh, yes, that's right. So <laughs> this is from a Canadian-based indie game studio called Polly Peak. They're porting their own mobile game of the same name to the Playdate, and it looks flippin' bonkers. Uh, Polly Peak is founded by a couple dudes, Thomas Rollis and Neil Devine. Uh, we're going to have links to a tweet about this incredible looking game and also a link to Polly Peak so that you don't have to work the Google machine. You can just click and locate in our show notes to find that out. Mm. It doesn't show up on a uh, iPhone, so I don't know. If you rage quit Steamboat, let us know. This is on their okay. their page for the game. Um, nice. Sounds good. Awesome. Uh, moving on with more news and notes is uh, back to Chuck Jordan, developer of Sasquatchers uh, and the upcoming Sound Mind, writes about the inspiration for his new game and recommends his favorite Playdate titles. That is on a uh, Spectre Collie 
com article that uh, we will link to in the show notes as well. Any thoughts about that, guys? Yeah, very cool. Always good to uh, hear what uh, what developers find inspiration from. Um, it's kind of like a behind the scenes into the way. Whoa, excuse me, into into the way their minds work. Well, this stuck on Nick. And, and their desks <laughs> collapsing. Uh, well, speaking yeah. of developers, Doctor uh, Super Cool. I'm, wait, I'm looking for his list. I got to see his list here. Oh, okay, okay. Oh yeah, Super a bunch cool. of bangers. All these games are on uh, catalog. I'll, I'll guess I'll leave it a secret. We have to read the article as well. All of them, but one is currently on catalog, and his mystery game is coming to catalog mm-hmm. very soon. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Did mm-hmm. we mention it? Did they mention it? Did someone mention it? It has been mentioned on this very episode. Yeah, I thought so. Okay, interesting. I, I have not read that article yet, but wanted to mention it. <laughs> Speaking of developer articles that I have not read yet or listened to, uh, the developer of Gun Trails, Josh, aka Superfunk, chats with Indie Games of co-host uh, about his experience with Playdate. So we've got a uh, a link there. I think we'll have a link there. It seems truncated, but we'll grab that. We'll toss it in the show notes and you'll have another thing to click on in the show notes for today's episode. Wait, I had to mention the Playdate Advent Calendar 2023 by uh, Dominic Haas. So if you are inter- interested in getting your game or your project as part of the Advent Calendar for 2023, get in on this link and let Dominic know right away because people are taking up dates. So every day... There's going to be something new is the goal, but there has to be enough uh, enough people involved to make something every day. Otherwise, it's going to be a very short advent calendar. So there'll either be discounts or mm, games popping up or I don't know, different things. Socks, Playdate socks. We're trying to get that going. I was trying to talk lead better into making that happen. Anyway, there'll be a link in the show notes. If you are interested in getting your game or your project involved in the Playdate advent calendar, then hit the link. I, I told them we'd give them a shout out. So very yeah, cool. Very idea. cool. Right yeah. on. What a cool idea. Yes. Awesome. Well, that does it for the news and notes, which means a boop, 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 indie inventory time. Okay. Indie inventory time. First up is catalog day. Happy catalog day, guys. Thank you. Do you guys, too. can you guess how many games are on catalog right now? Uh, 852. Mm, I'm going to say 60. No. Yeah. Six. 65, 70. Ryan is much closer. Um, it just hit <laughs> over 100 games today. Oh, wow. Wow. That's already. Impressive. Yeah. yeah. C- congratulations. Congratulations um, to the Playdate community and also to uh, Arissa, who has been working on getting developers' games on catalog. Yeah. As Ryan pointed out earlier. So, first up is Root Beer by Team Root. Uh, Root beer. $3. Very fun game. You're a bear who is pouring root beer. And yeah, you got to play it to experience it. Very fun. Uh, next up, Yo Yozo by Matt Sefton. I was playing this, trying to figure it out before the show. You're basically a little UFO swinging a ball around, smashing planets. It's uh, addictive and very easy to, yeah, easy to pick up, hard to put down as he describes it. So you get lots of stats in there, the sound. And music is really fun. So I get on there. This one on the direct and just yeah. like so tickled by it. It's it's fun. Get in there and play and let's chase each other on the high score leaderboards. Oh my God, um, this, is this one is eight bucks. Um, Choo Choo Mimic by Low Tech Games. 
This one has been on the Evercade and I think PC recently, but it's already out on Playdate. This is a puzzle game and you play as a mimic, like a uh, treasure chest that's actually an evil monster. <laughs> and so you're trying to get, I guess you're trying to eat knights. Uh, downloaded, haven't played, but it's got three endings, 100 levels, and four different types of knights to digest. It is $9. And then Nightingale by Kodiak Games. Um, we've talked about this one a few times. It's a horror game. Um, I played a little bit of it. I still need to finish this one up. It's got some puzzle elements. It's a very dark uh, theme, but the uh, writing is really well done. And it's only three bucks. So highly recommend giving this one a shot. Um, I know Ledbetter has worked with him and the playtime is only an hour or two. So a uh, nice, tight little experience. And last, ooh, I don't know if I can pronounce this one. Good luck, Don. <laughs> uh, Ludwig. It's uh, $3. It's like a soundscape music toy. Like you use the controls to make different patterns and musics with your play date and has a built-in microphone or you can line in with the with the uh 3.5 millimeter jack so i don't know it's like a cool little music toy pretty fun i think this might be the first one of this type of thing that's on catalog yeah it's a it's a visualizer and uh i'm very impressed with the performance shown in in the gifs having written some visualization stuff for one of my games, it is, it can be very uh, intense <laughs> to write a visualizer. Um, having uh, messed with them uh, back in the eighties, uh, it, it can also be very lightweight. So um, whatever they're doing here is uh, uh, really good looking. Looks great. Cool. Yeah. looks like a lot of fun. And for three bucks, uh, I might give it a go. Yeah, mm. evidently that word that Don said is Swedish and directly translate to sound image and is used like the word soundscapes in English. Lud equals sound, build equals image. Thank you for that uh, translation on the uh, catalog page. That was helpful. Beautiful. And I wanted to just point out real quick, um, we mentioned Space Rat Miner came out on the last catalog drop. Uh, Ledbetter did talk me into buying it. He wore me down and it is a lot of fun. It started out and I was like, oh, there's not a whole lot to this, but it didn't take long for new things to unlock new systems and whatnot. And it became very addictive very quick. And the first day I played it long enough that my hand started cramping up. And so I was like, okay, <laughs> I guess I got to take uh, shorter, shorter sessions with this one. So uh, very fun. If you like SteamWorld Dig and that type of thing, but you want bosses, check out Space Rap Miner. Very cool game. All right, moving on to the rest of Indie Inventory. We're going to be quick. I normally don't mention uh, clones, but this one, Quandino by Ted Prekov, is kind of like a Tetris clone, but there are a ton of modes and features and settings and whatnot. So that's what kind of sets this one apart. So that's why I hmm. wanted to mention it. It keeps track of everything you're doing in the game. So... I just love the amount of features this game has. So for five bucks and a demo, check it out. There'll be a link in the show notes. Um, be sure to rate and review all of this stuff that we mentioned, of course. I need to get on that. I haven't reviewed stuff in a while. Um, next up is uh, Livet's Hop. I'm probably saying that wrong by J -E J3X or Jex. 
basically you're using the crank to move a uh, trampoline around and bounce an old man around. The idea is they put up like, hey, if somebody can get to 100 years old and be the first to do it, that's our record post, you know, like, let, let me know. Mm-hmm. And so then that made me want to keep trying and I could only get to 96. <laughs> I'm like so oh. close. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and it was driving me nuts, but I could not seal the deal. So I'm sure somebody's done it by now, but anyway, um, it's, it's pay what you want. Somebody will do it. Um, all the games this week are weird. Tyler bond by Ava games. Um, this one is a Nick game. This looks like the original oh, yeah. rogue. You're an oh. ampersand running really? around. Yeah. Oh, awesome. It's a roguelike. And it actually is a roguelike. It looks like rogue. So <laughs> there you go. It's a uh, name your own price. Cool. Um, next up, one two nine by Alan Cook. It looks like it's one of those slider puzzles that suck, but it's not. Like I only <laughs> downloaded it because the guy said in his description, Oh, my wife helped me with it. I was like, all right, fine, I'll just try it out. And it's not like it's a weird puzzle game where every time you move to a number, it change, it ratchets up by one and you have to get all the numbers to be the same. So it's kind of like lights out, but one at a time instead of all of the buttons around you changing at the same time. It's really strange. I'm not good at it, but it made me want to keep trying it. So I will be trying it more um, and it's free. So check out one to nine by Alan Cook. I like that uh, visualized instructional bar at the bottom uh you know moving for the d-pad start for the a pause for the b and then the crank is restart that's interesting so if you i guess you can mm. run into a wall with the puzzles and you want to restart the crank lets you do that that's a neat mechanic it did get out of control right away when i started playing <laughs> so, What's up so i looked i looked up Tial, uh Tial band um and it mentions that it is essentially a proof of concept um oh yeah and uh it does look amazing uh it reminds me a lot of ang band um which is probably where it gets the the name from which is also a a roguelike um so cool very cool they've even got a uh youtube tutorial video how to play one to nine for play date that's cool yes but he doesn't talk during the video who okay yeah, so he just kind of clicks around. Um, yeah, Nick, I, I'm sorry. I did see that. A lot of these were like coming off of play jams, which is also something I don't normally include on here, but mm-hmm. that just looked up your alley. That's the only reason I it on here. It definitely does. So thank you. Yeah, no problem. Uh, next up by Ferris Lights is Patience. It's, uh, yeah, you're growing a bonsai tree, but it gives you a warning. Like this is a very long game. Are you sure you want to start when you go to play the game? And sure enough, you can water it once a day and give it fertilizer. I don't know if you can give it fertilizer once a day because I've only played for one day so far, but just once in a while, you can fertilize it. And that's it. After you do that, you're done playing. This is your Q simulator. (laughs) Yes. Q simulator times uh, 100. Okay. So when I'm in my 80s, maybe I'll have a nice bonsai. We'll see. Next up, Cat-Like Concentration by Tessum Bunny. It just looked like a really nice uh, match puzzle game. There are other match puzzle games, but this one is all cat-based and looks like there's a lot of variety to it. It's two bucks, six difficulty levels, etc. You can play fast or slow. 
anyway, I like the amount of polish and effort on this one. So I mentioned it. Uh, next up by Paul Straw, Net Tac Toe. This is an online tic tac toe game. You can play it uh, through a portal. Yeah. I would like to try this with somebody. It's an online multiplayer game. It's a shame you don't know anybody else with the play date. It's a real bummer. I don't know anybody that uses one, but. (laughs) Ouch. Wow. But uh, deep tonight. (laughs) If anybody on the Discord wants to give it a go, let's uh, let's try it out. It's name your own price. I've installed it, have not tried it, but uh, yeah, pretty neat. Man, that sounds like a concept that is ripe with potential. Uh, yeah. If, if this works out for this game, man, that'd be so cool to be able to play simultaneously with another person elsewhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On the play date. Cool. Thank Very you this cool bullet points here, too. Exciting grid based movement. Pick from nine uniquely positioned squares. <laughs> Two character classes available. Very cool. Love That's it. great. All right, uh, what's next? Steve, Steve Cochran, Mar Cuchulu. Uh, it's Farsi for Little Snake. Ryan, it's another snake game, but this one's got all sorts of weird layouts and junk in the way. Huh. So this is a Ryan game. That's why I left it on here, and it's free. Thank you. I am downloading right now. Great. It looks fun. I made the game for my daughter and collaborated with my super talented and prolific nephew who makes music as KRVB. Huh. Ooh, loves to promote affair. a family project yeah yeah that's that's awesome mm-hmm. uh solace 13 made a hanafuda game kabufuda oh, uh neat. yeah it looks well done and i don't think there's any other hanafuda games on the yeah it was yet. just i was just thinking so there you go now there is name your own price and next up desert bus oh my I god don't think... there are other desert bus games on the play date but now there's two <laughs> The other one's technically a heavy trucking game. So is this but, the one where you are just like slightly veering to the left the whole time? Yeah, it is. Yes. That's fantastic. Uh, right. This this one's free. And I, the only comment is, how do you play how this? How do you play this? <laughs> <laughs> Which is great. Someone is not in their 40s, whoever wrote this comment. Uh, or Genwa, not listening yeah. to this podcast. Or Toad, yeah, or Beats of Dev. <laughs> Um, and then the last one is Captain's Drawing Pad. How has this not been done? It's an Etch-a-Sketch. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yes. So name your own price. I assume anyway, it's an Etch-a-Sketch. It looks like an Etch-a-Sketch. Except shake, you except, shake to a race. So yes. Uh, come on. Come on, Don. Except you can pick up your pen. You can pick up your pen. Yes. Yeah. <gasps> oh, big difference. That changes difference everything. There. It's even better. You're right. <laughs> Um, anyway, this is by Cap Captain. So that does it for this week's edition of Indie Inventory. All right. Good job, guys. Let's break and hoobity boo boo. Pick of the week is going to be for me this week, and it's Woodland. Woodland by That's Mike, M A I K. Uh, this is downloadable on itch for name your price. Uh, I mentioned last week that I was tipped off to this game by a one Marco Hutchins of our Discord. If you want to get in on the action when I don't know what to play, you can do so at our Discord too. But in the meantime, Marco Hutchins, thank you for the suggestion. And to everybody else who also mentioned a bunch of other great games, I basically asked for some bite-sized games. I thought I was going to get a bunch of score chasers and I was totally ready to play one, but... 
Margo Hutchins mentioned Woodland, which is this lovely little bite-sized RPG game. And uh, you're basically tossed on this island where you are trying to collect pieces of wood in order to sail away from the island. But there's a number of other things that you can collect and little puzzles that you can solve along the way. Um, it's not a big game. Like I said, very bite-sized. And usually when I think of RPG games, I think, uh, you know, I'm going to be at this for a while. So I better dedicate, you know, a few days a week, you know, who knows how long, but you could get through this in a way. And I say in a way, because there's a number of different ways to finish this. You could get through it. And Don said 30 minutes. I, I always feel way like less, way less. I always feel like it takes me a lot longer than Don quotes. So I'd probably say like oh. 45 if you're doing it for your first time. But, you know, potatoes, potatoes, splitting hairs here. It's quick. Um, but I just beat it again before the show. Good job, Don. But the other thing <laughs> is like there's a number of minutes. different ways to play this game. For example, uh, well, actually, before I get into that and risk spoilers, let me turn this over to you guys and see what you thought about it first before we get into spoiler territory. So what do you think? Yeah, this game, only pee-pee babies take longer than 10 minutes to beat. It's really fun. <laughs> I don't know. Great, Don. <laughs> well, well, I got to ask, Ryan, were you going for 100% completion or something? Uh, Not my first time. And then my second time, I was. But things happen. Before we get into the nitty-gritty oh, okay. of that, um, hmm. yeah, I'm still curious about your guys' thoughts. Okay, well, uh, I'll, I'll just say, I, I put, since I played this before... Um, we talked about it on the show before I knew Ryan was picking it. Um, just people on, I had downloaded it a long time ago. Like I had to go hundreds of games back in my play date to even find it. <laughs> but people on our discord started talking about, Oh, it's so good. So good. So good. So it made me kind of dig it back up. And it was like when I played it um, a month ago or so, I was like, Oh, how did I miss this? This is really good. Like it's a cute little adventure. It reminded me of something like an island or a life's too short, that kind of bite size adventure, um, a Tochi maybe, but not the combat's not nearly as challenging. Um, it's got cute little puzzles, cute little dialogue. Everything is very compact on this little tiny island. It reminded me a bit of Minute. I know Nick has played that mm -hmm. game um, without the Minute gimmick, but that sort of environment. And it's just charming like it does everything it needs to do it does it well i know you guys dealt with some bugs but i didn't have any buggy issues my first or second time and it's it's fairly legible there are things that are difficult to see but not impossible to see and that kind of adds a little bit of the challenge like oh i gotta find a way over there oh there's a little door here oh there's a cave i didn't notice and it's not like you're searching for a long time you're searching for a minute or two and then you kind of figure it out and you're consistently unlocking stuff like i said i played it just before the show um just to refresh myself and I, it didn't take more than 15 minutes i'm guessing uh, you know 10 10 to 15 minutes get out of town um, no i'm serious because you only need <laughs> like the idea is there's a boat and you need to repair the boat so you're picking up wood hence the title and you only need 17 pieces of wood and the wood is very liberally scattered along the island none of the 17 pieces are hidden or hard to get to like you wander into the 17 pieces i assume there's more like in my back of my mind there was more than 17 on the island 
but maybe we'll get to that later. Um, and none of the puzzles are, were hard or anything. So anyway, great little game. There is no save state. So I think my first playthrough was something like a half hour, like Ryan was saying. Um, but just set aside a half hour and enjoy it. It's name your own price. So this is one I would say don't miss. Like this is what the play dates for. These cute little experiences that you're not going to have on X on an Xbox or a PlayStation. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be able to name your own price on a PlayStation and play something like this. So that's why you get the play date. Nick. Cool. Nick. Yeah. Um, really enjoyed it. Yep. Bite-sized adventure uh, with, uh, some minimal combat elements, uh, pretty straightforward puzzles. Um, I played through it three times, uh, once because I got a little too confident uh, when there was a little tone that played. Uh, and I guess that'll that'll wait till we talk kind of about the ending of it. Um, and then the second time I managed to trigger an amazing crash because I did something real stupid. And then the third time I actually finish the game so um i was going for 100 percent completion each time and each time it only took a small amount of time um but it was a little frustrating that i <laughs> managed to do that, uh to back myself into a corner two times before uh completing it for real uh but it is a really fun game and i i did enjoy exploring every inch of this really small uh curated island um i think it was the perfect size uh like if there were a lot more screens a a whole nother you know uh surrounding uh set of screens it would have been probably too much um as it was you could pretty much keep the entire shape of everything in your head including the underground areas so it was really easy to repeat um and since uh, I, I didn't experience the lack of save function, so I didn't even know about that. But, uh, you know, that uh, wouldn't be a horrible problem in, in this game, I don't think. Um, so uh, that said, uh, the graphics were easy to parse. Uh, the music was uh, pretty fun. I'm trying to remember if there were any specific things about the sound that stuck out. Um and I've got I've got a couple of uh, little uh, notes on some some graphical stuff, um, but that'll that'll wait uh, for a little bit. But overall, liked it quite a bit. Cool. Glad you guys enjoyed this. Um, I I feel like we should probably make a spoiler warning at this point because I've got some questions for you guys. Um, <laughs> okay. All right. Moving forward, I sort of completed this one time and then I really crashed it another time. And when I completed it, I got my 17 pieces of wood and sailed away. But I don't think that that's completing it. I think Mm -hmm. there's more to the game that I did not do. There is. And so I I went back and did it a second time and I found the underground pirate and I found his hint to start pushing boulders into the sea, which mm-hmm. I did. I pushed one boulder. That's, then I brought a second. That's not what he said, though. Yeah, I didn't get that either. <laughs> he mm. said to push him into the lake. Yeah, the lake. Did you not do the lake? I he, he, put, he was pushing I, him into the ocean. Huh. Push him into the lake. lake the, huh? little, 
the lake yeah. with a little house in the middle. You have to uh, make a bridge. Well, then that makes more sense. I was pushing <laughs> on the, the starting lake. screen. I was pushing them into the ocean, and I pushed yeah. one, then another, and when I pushed the third and like tried to push it, it off crashed. the screen because I thought it was going to take me to another screen south, it went crash. <laughs> yeah, it did not like that at all. You and you be- did something unexpected. <laughs> yeah, and because you mentioned that there is no save state, oh boy, there there was no uh, you that, know going back you, from huh? there. You got to completely start over. So anyway, there's a word to the wise. Don't push your stones into the ocean. At least don't push them off the off the screen. As would you like to hear? It was not intended by that's Mike. Would you like to hear my silly crash? Let's hear it. It's it's related. So uh, there's an underground area where there is a single boulder that you can push in the bottom left corner. And that boulder intrigued me when I went into this area. And so I went over and I started touching that boulder and I, I pushed it. And I said, ooh, maybe I can boundary break here and see what's on the outside of this little enclosure that has been built for me. And uh, the answer is no, <laughs> it crashes your plate. Mm. <laughs> so don't do that. <laughs> so the, the lesson here is don't push boulders outside of wherever <laughs> Where they're, they're supposed to, to go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't remember pushing boulders at all the first playthrough, but I messed around with them today because uh, you guys mentioned it and Clover in the Discord uh, immediately locked themselves into a cavern with the boulders as well. Yep. And so I was like, oh, this is interesting. Are we not supposed to move them? And so then I didn't know. I forgot there was a glove. So I immediately, when I started up the game, started trying to push boulders and was like, I don't know what you guys are doing different. <laughs> <laughs> and eventually i figured out oh it's a it's a gameplay aspect yeah and i was like it's oh well, what about that out. house in the middle of the lake i should be able to get to that now and yeah that's what you're that's what you're supposed to do i guess mm-hmm. ryan's out there finding missing though trying to get on <laughs> the glitch pokemon <laughs> yeah um yeah so so ryan I, I get i take it that you you didn't play through a third time and try to uh try to get all those seashells so mm. I was I was racking up seashells. I got I don't know half a dozen seashells, but I did not complete the seashell collection. Evidently, mm. there's what 12, 16, something. There's Sixteen. Sixteen. Yeah. So no, I have not completed shells. Don, did you complete shells? No, I'm not a completionist. I did. What nice. what happens, Nick? Would you like to know? It's I, uh, yeah, I do. it's it's pretty interesting, actually. So yeah, don't, uh, at, don't tell me. Yeah. Or maybe I can plug my ears or something because what is this the one spoiler that Ryan doesn't like? <laughs> yes, yeah, Ryan cares. Yes, it is. Oh, I'm posting I played in the chat through it right enough away. times where I'm invested. <laughs> All right, Ryan, I'll post in the chat when you can come back on. Okay, when you can unplug your ears. Uh, hold on. On Skype, All right. or on Zoom. Okay. Just ping them on all the message systems. Which yeah, all which right. one simultaneously? Just text on him. Zoom. On Zoom, I'll text <laughs> on you. On Zoom. Okay. Yeah, and send him a phone call. All right, Nick, I want to hear it. Okay. Well, Nick could just tell me off air. We don't have to ruin it for all our (laughs) listeners, too. What are we doing here? Point. Yeah. All right. Let's let's get Ryan back. All right. Now that Ryan's gone, we can have a good episode. Let's let's just forget him. Let's just finish up. Wow. I'm just kidding. Okay, I'm back. Okay. uh, You missed an action-packed explanation, right? (laughs) Oh, man. Well, uh, good thing I don't listen to this show or else it would really be spoiled for me. Uh, I look forward to finding out for myself, whatever it was that you said. 
Okay. <laughs> we don't want you to be a part of the show anymore. Well, I knew that already. <laughs> <laughs> then it's not a spoiler. <laughs> anyway. Well. All right. So. Um, yeah. Is there anything um, weird? Like I found. The, I remember the first time finding the Sandy hamburger was a whole thing I couldn't locate. <laughs> this time I went straight to it. Yeah. I feel like. You mean the hammy ham get... ham? The bunny yeah, bun? The what was it called? Bum, yeah, bummy bum or something like that. Um, right. I feel like I just didn't get how the game worked, and that's what made my initial gameplay longer. And now, once you understand, oh, if there's not water, if there's not visible water there, then you can just keep walking, and you'll uncover more land. Mm-hmm. But we have a lot of uh, listener comments. Should we knock out those? See how, what everybody else said? Indeed. All right, Ryan, would you like to share some? Are we taking turns? How are we doing this? We need. We should yeah, have an off-air meeting on how this works. Let's take turns. Here we go. <laughs> 40 uh, episodes Orkin in. says, Orkin says, I love this game, and this is a great excuse to play through it again. You can definitely break the game in a few ways, be it soft-locking yourself or causing a hard crash. I think we've covered both of those. But you have to go deliberately poking at it for the most part for that to happen. All easily forgivable, considering the game was made in a week. That's right. That's oh something gosh. we didn't cover is that this game what? was made while the developer was sick and he was just <laughs> messing around for a week and came what? up with this game. Yeah. That's incredible. Isn't wow. that great? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I I so enjoy the scope of this game. I feel like, you know, Don, you were mentioning the hamburger thing. And even if you didn't have it, it's not like you've got to go traipsing back over dozens of screens in right. order to find it. The, the 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 island is like a, I don't know, a three by three, three by four matrix. And so wherever it is, it's not far away. Um, so anyway, this was like such a perfect size game for where I'm at currently, which is very busy, but just having a little bit of time to explore uh yeah i thought it was really great so yeah uh orkin thank you for the reminder of that uh that factoid about this game that it was created in a week in pulp that was that was game ago wasn't no, i i don't know there's i think something up here got lost in translation but now they're okay <laughs> the gamma goat said this thing oh okay yeah uh professional yeah. show Go ahead. Yes. All right. Uh, yeah, I played through this game previously. I thought it was a fun little experience. It's a short but complete game. Very well done and fun if you go in with the correct expectations. Shows off what can be done really quite quickly in pulp. Says yeah. Gamma Goat, right? Says Gamma Goat, yes. Okay. Uh, Pizza Dev popped in with, uh, shouted this one out when it was originally released. Replaying this one will be fun. We had a lot of quick little comments like that. Uh, Skyzo also mentioned, yeah, Woodland is amazing. Cool. Clactic says a lot of things. He says, I've just given Woodland a playthrough. What a blast. Just as amazing as a delicious, yummy, glorious burger. Nice (laughs) Nice (laughs) reference. As others have mentioned, this game feels complete and polished, especially with development completed in just a week. Gamma Goat is totally correct about this shows uh, about this. Shows off what pulp can do, and I am impressed. I've avoided pulp for no specific reason other than wanting to learn more about a sprite and Lua. Anyways, back to Woodland. I completed the entire game during my lunch at work. It's a fun and compact game. I enjoyed all the NPC personalities and thought they were hilarious. The only thing I would like changed is to show how many shells were collected in the UI. I count bad. 
Ryan Clater, solid <laughs> pick, man. I would have missed this one if you didn't bring it up. And I, Ryan Clater, would have missed uh, missed out on this if Marco Hutchins hadn't mentioned it. So, you know, this is a community effort. Glad it was enjoyed by you, Clactic. All right. Uh, Ledbetter Art and Ghosty says, I'm going to go ahead and put a warning here. Oh, should I say this? Don't worry about the warning. We already mentioned oh, okay. it. Okay. He, uh, he gave a warning that we already mentioned. Okay. It's about the boat. You got to fix the boat. Make sure you've yeah. done everything you want to do before you fix the boat, because that's the end of the game. We already mentioned yep, that. Yes. Yep. But they also said he also said he really oh. enjoyed the game, and it's a complete <laughs> nice experience. Together, he okay. was honestly surprised each time you got an upgrade. It's very cool. Is this back uh, to me, or is this you? No, Cl Clover. Clover also added. Um, this is one of those games where they can go. Oh, it's pretty cool. What, Pulp lets you do in a week when you're sick and screwing you around. <laughs> um, they didn't feel compelled to love the game, but they oh they also mentioned that they're sad they wanted to throw it some money, but the dev doesn't have an option to pay through itch only PayPal, hmm. which is probably an issue for international users or maybe users who don't want to use PayPal. Maybe it says that uh -huh. I paid two euros for it a year ago, so I don't know if that's on the dev side or on clover side so anyway that's the end of the uh, comments though no it's not fev chimed in and said finish oh. my first playthrough and it was a fun little escape i took a picture earlier when i was at the top of the lighthouse the view and music were so peaceful i sat here for a minute or so just taking it in i love mm -hmm. that comment too because there's every once in a while there's these like atmospheric environmental just getaways in this little one bit environment. And I, I so loved that, uh, that moment as well. Uh, there's not much going on at the top of the lighthouse except for enjoying that view. And I'm glad it's there. It was a really fun little addition. So I agree, yeah. Fev. Thanks for bringing this to our attention. And then Agreed. the last is from Dino, who said, managed to blast through Woodland one evening this week. What a great little adventure. Not really the type of game I'd go for, but I really enjoyed this one. I find games with vast, expansive environments and endless tasks and collectibles tiring. Uh, me too. But this miniature version suited me just fine. TLDR, a bite-sized adventure which moves at a steady pace and packs numerous varied discoveries into its tiny form. A charming and unassuming 45-minute yarn. Yeah, you know, Dino brings up a good point that these giant sprawling epics can feel a little overwhelming. But again, I think that this is based on where we're at in life. I remember just pouring myself into games like Dragon Warrior when I was a kid and loving it and like itching to get home and find out where else I could go in this environment. Um, nowadays, I have a real rough time with those larger scale RPG games, but this was such a nice nod to those past adventures that I've had that I feel like I don't have the time for right now, but give me that little, that, that bite-sized taste of what used to be in a nice self-contained package. Uh, so I really love this game. I'm glad to hear that there were a lot of other folks who this resonated with. Um, if I had the time, I'd be playing more, uh, you know, extensive exploring games. But since I don't, this was a really fantastic substitute for that. So thank you to That's Mike for creating this lovely little game. And I'm glad we could share it with our community here.
Absolutely. Yeah. Good pick. Thank you. All right. Uh, Jonathan, what's going on next episode? Next episode, we will be covering a game called Made in Wired for Playdate oh. by NNNN. It is download, uh, name your price, name your price, is what it's called. So I'll put a link in the show notes. Um, it's kind of a WarioWare type game, but uh, Ooh. futuristic. Ooh, what is this type of art called? Like how Tempest was? Uh, vector-based graphics vector-based yeah kind of vectory so very cool i i got excited because i've uh pulled a baldridge on this one i've downloaded and haven't played i'm looking at the title card right now very cool this will be a great excuse to open it up thanks yeah we'll give it a go awesome well a link to that will be somewhere show notes probably in the meantime um nicholas i want to wish you a happy one-year anniversary for you and drainpinball.com uh, drain pinball. Happy drain diversity to us all. Yeah. So one year ago <laughs> today, uh, I launched the game and, uh, it's, it's been very exciting and rewarding to, uh, see players from all over the world purchase this game and play it in their homes. Uh, people playing it on location, playing it at pinball shows. It is so incredibly rewarding to have this experience so uh thank you to everybody who's played it or has considered playing it and hopefully um you all get to get to play it at some point don and ryan gonna be the last two to play it um uh that way. Gonna, gonna hold that out uh for a and long don't, time don't from don't that. hold that over my head i was in your house <laughs> that's right I won't you get were. into it i won't get yeah. into it if you don't <laughs> yeah what's up with that I made him work the whole time. <laughs> no, no time to play. Oh um, my gosh! You did. You 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 were able to play a game. It's a, it's a story play. best left off air. It's okay. Yes. All, All right. right. Anyway, uh, yeah. But but I'm not letting you throw me under that bus, Baldridge. <laughs> All right, I'm hopping in the car right now. Uh, but happy drain anniversary, everybody! And check out drainpinball.com if you would like to see the website for the game and ryan i hear you're working on a thing oh my gosh you guys have heard about this and my land sakes alive the hello playdate podcast community has come out in such a an amazing way and uh i'll try to keep this brief uh my next book it's an oversized hardcover art book featuring 20 years of my work in comics, illustration, and design with a heavy emphasis on process. You can find it at onebiteatatimebook.com, and it's only available on Kickstarter for the next nine days. After that, you're going to be paying more for it. <laughs> this is moving forward. It's fully funded, which means that the project is definitely moving forward you're not pledging with the hope that maybe one day it'll be funded it is funded it is moving forward and it is currently being offered for 17 percent off cover price plus free shipping that deal will not be around when the kickstarter closes in a little more than a week so uh it's going to be up until the end of the month uh it runs through november 2023 and you can find it at one bite at a time book.com thank you so much to the entire Hello, Play Day podcast community. I cannot thank you enough. Thank you, thank you, thank you for making my dream book a reality. I cannot wait to share it with you. Very cool. 
Can't wait to read it. Yeah, I want to hold it. Yes. Me too. Thanks, guys. All Thank right. You. So you can you can you can you can totally find us on playdatepodcast.com. You can find us in the Discords and find us on Instagram, Hello Playdate. You can also email Don, I think, at helloplaydatepodcast at gmail.com. Yes, we we did receive one email recently re- reminding us that episode twenty nine was has did no no longer existed, and so I surprised the world and released episode twenty nine last week. No one noticed except for the one person that I told. What? Well, yep. congratulations! Was was that an episode that I was on or was not on? I don't <laughs> remember. I think you were on it. <laughs> yeah, we did recommendation dog. I'm pretty sure you were there. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. And the the keeper? I don't remember. Oh, there it is. Yeah, there it is. It's back. So if you did not hear episode 29, you can hear it now. Huh, weird. There it is. Very cool. Thank you, singular emailer. We appreciate you. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I think their name was Martin, if I remember right. The best place Thank to get a hold of us is Discord, really. I mean, we're right there. Yeah. Um, but thanks, everybody, for listening. And thanks for checking out the show. Bye-bye. Thank you so much. Bye-bye.